The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to John. Now there was a Pharisee named Nicodemus, a leader of the Jews. He came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher who has come from God, for no one can do these signs that you do apart from the presence of God. Jesus answered him, Very truly I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God without being born from above. Nicodemus said to him, how can anyone be born after having grown old? Can one enter a second time into the mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, very truly, I tell you, no one can enter the kingdom of God without being born of water and spirit. What is born of the flesh is flesh, and what is born of the spirit is spirit. Do not be astonished that I said to you, you must be born from above. The wind blows where it chooses, and you hear the sound of it, but you do not know where it comes from or where it goes. So it is with everyone who is born of the Spirit. Nicodemus said to him, how can these things be? Jesus answered, are you a teacher of Israel, and yet you do not understand these things? Very truly I tell you, we speak of what we know and testify to what we have seen, yet you do not receive our testimony. If I have told you about earthly things and you do not believe, how can you believe if I tell you about heavenly things? No one has ascended into heaven except the one who descended from heaven, the Son of Man. And just as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in him may have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, so that whoever believes in him may not perish but have eternal life. Indeed, God did not send the Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. The Gospel of the Lord. Thank you, Praise to you, Lord Christ. John's Gospel, in particular the lesson which has been read now, chapter 3, 1 to 17, is rich in text. It is rich in irony, imagery, theology, and in literalism. Most importantly, what stands out of this reading is the story of Nicodemus coming to Jesus in the night and going out in the night. As a rundown to this story or to this pericope, maybe the four questions that stand out is, Nicodemus comes to Jesus with a question, and Jesus gives him a very hard to understand answer and Nicodemus misunderstands, and Jesus answers more cryptically, or answers in a more mysterious way. To cut the chase, probably we should get straight up into the story of Nicodemus. Nicodemus comes to Jesus in the night with interesting credentials. He is a Pharisee, he is a member, a council member of Sanhedrin, and he's a teacher and a pious Jew. 
He comes to Jesus in the night with so many questions in his mind. He says, Rabbi, which means teacher, we know that you are from God because no one can do these signs without the presence of God in him. So Nicodemus, Nicodemus is connecting, associating God with signs because in John's Gospel, chapter 2, we see Jesus doing a miracle or a sign there at the wedding, converting the water into wine. So Nicodemus is just, his mind is just connected, the signs, the presence of God is there in Jesus because he, because he has Jesus in him. But Jesus says, no one can enter into the kingdom of God unless he is from above. No one sees the kingdom of God unless he is from above. The, there are two words when we talk about above, which means no one can see the kingdom of God unless they are born from above. So the word born in Greek has two meanings which is one is uno, another one is anetheon. The first meaning is that born from above means that it's a rebirth, it's, it's anew, it is a game. So the one meaning is like literally birth, but second meaning is that you're born again, which means you're fathered by God, you're sired by God, it is God who's going to parent you. The other meaning is really popular among most of the Christians, that is born again experience. Many people shop from denomination to denomination to find or to have that born again experience in them. So the first one is when we say the born again a new or being born again from above is, it is not what we understand that we make a decision to follow Christ and our own actions follow. But it has a total altogether different understanding where God makes a decision that he has to take care of you, that he is going to father you. This is the meaning most of us really miss because when babies are born, they don't decide to be born on their own. Although you think in a physical manner, but it is the will or purpose of God. So it is God who decides who has to be born. So it is God who is going to give the actions how we have to lead in our way or in our life. So there are two different meanings that sometimes conflates, confuses Christian, Christians thinking the spirit is somewhere, only the spirit of God is somewhere. So Jesus is saying to Nicodemus that unless you're born from above, unless you're born again, you cannot see the kingdom of God. So Nicodemus gets a total different meaning or understanding and he says how can be born how can someone be born again once he's born does that mean that he has to go back to his mother's womb or how can someone be born when they're really grown old so jesus says here 
unless you're born of the water and spirit, you cannot enter into the kingdom of God. It has a very strong baptismal overtones here, unless you're born of the water and spirit. The problem with Nicodemus here is, rebirth is not a new concept in Judaism or in his context. But the understanding Nicodemus gets here is, the Jews are already the chosen ones. They're already pure. They're already following the uh, Torah, the law, everything. So it's only the proselytes, it's only the others who have to get converted or they have to get into this rebirth experience. Why would any Jew want to like, you know, go convert to any other thing? Because he's already sanctified, he's already sacred, he's already been certified, saying, okay, you are chosen, you are the people of God. So Nicodemus doesn't actually get when Jesus is talking about the born-again experience, being born with the water and spirit. And repeatedly we see in this gospel Jesus saying, very truly I tell you, very truly I tell you, which means very steadily I'm telling you, unless you do this, you cannot enter into the kingdom of God. And he gives a beautiful analogy how the wind blows. We can only hear the sound of the wind. You do not know from which direction it comes and from which direction it goes. It is invisible. It is strong. You cannot control the wind. The power of the spirit is like that. Yet we can see the effect of the wind. So Jesus is telling, unless you are born of that water and spirit, you cannot experience the true birth or, or the true joy of having the Christ in your life. But Nicodemus here refuses to believe Jesus. He says, I don't understand. And Jesus says again, you are a teacher. First verse when we begin, is when Nicodemus comes to Jesus, he says, we know that you are from above because you're doing the science. The irony I see here is he doesn't actually know to whom he is talking. He is a teacher and Jesus says, when I talk to you in earthly things, you're not able to understand. How can I talk to you in heavenly things when you don't get what I'm saying? And you want to talk what you know and you wanted to testify to what you see and why not you believe our testimony? I just love this verse. You just want to talk what you know. You just want to testify what you have seen. And why don't you believe my testimony? Our testimony. Most of the times, this is the problem we face because we already have the preconceived notion you sit here, this is it. If it's something contrary, different, oh, the Spirit of God is not here, you find in some other place. You testify to what you have seen because you're seeing there's a radical shift here into believing and seeing. You're seeing and thinking this is it, but you're refusing to believe the truth which is right in front of you. He comes in the night and he goes out in the night. In John's Gospel, night and darkness have a different connotation, which means night means it's a separation from God. It is evil. He had this wonderful opportunity to believe in Jesus, but he just refuses to believe. And I see a parallel here 
uh, from John's Gospel, chapter 4, where we see Samaritan woman. Even she had a private discourse or conversation with Jesus there. And immediately after that, she went out and proclaimed that I've seen the Messiah. But Nicodemus here is having the same kind of conversation. He came there with so many questions. He wanted to clarify everything. But at the end of the day, he's just he didn't understand her. He refuses to see the truth there and just exits in the night as the person he came. He was this close. He was this close in believing. And then, because, as I said, you just want to believe what you want to believe, and nobody can't help if we already have set that kind of mind. There is a retired pastor who lives in a cottage in New England by the side of the mountain. So the view is so beautiful, he can just see 40 miles to the east from his cottage. And to the west, he had the mountains again. And one of the evenings, the congregation came to have the Vesper service at the mountain top at his cottage. So one of the ladies, when she came to the cottage and when she's on the mountain top, she, she started crying. So the pastor went to that lady and said, Oh, isn't it amazing? It's a breathtaking view, so all that he was telling. He thought maybe she's enjoying the view. But she says, you don't understand. You don't understand. Because all my life, I just lived 20 miles away from this view, but I never got here. But I never got here. Same is the story with many of us. Because we want to believe what we want to believe, see what we want to see, we are missing that kind of experience, a born-again experience. To, to have the Spirit working in our lives is what we are missing. So may God help us with His Holy Spirit that we might allow it to work in our lives, in our lives and have that day-to-day -day transforming experiences and not end up like Nicodemus. May God bless these words, Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.